on the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. I'm voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, Buffalo's original pizzeria. Over the next hour, we're going to look back at the Bulls game at Liberty on Saturday and look ahead to the home game against Temple, a 3.30 kickoff on Saturday at UB Stadium. Weather's going to be great. Should be a fun day for college football. So let's get right into it. We start off this show joined by Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. Well, Coach, as you've gone back and looked uh, over the game tape of the game at Liberty, uh, what jumped out at you both on the positive side and on the sides that you've got the guys working on as practice gets rolling again here today? Well, I, I think on the positive side, we continue to play hard for 60 minutes. Um, the disappointing part of it was, you know, three personal fouls, four 15-yard penalties, um, high red zone, 25 plus yard line going in. I think we had two or three, <clears throat> excuse me, two or three penalties. Those are those are some things that we can control, um, should be able to control, and you know that's my responsibility. We need to do a better job, and um, you know that, that that was probably the biggest thing. They came out aggressive. They came out hungry. We didn't match that quite as uh, off the get go, and uh, and and thus the result. You, uh, last year you were one of the least penalized teams in the MAC, if not the least penalized team in the MAC, and I know it's something that you're very passionate about. So when things like that happen, I know, A, you get angry about it, but B, you, you, you know how to try to deal with it and solve it. How do you go about talking to the team and say, you know, basically telling the guys you, this is not acceptable? Well, yeah, that, that's step one, um, right, because there's things that I truly believe in about playing the game fundamentally sound the right way. You know, you know, there's a time to be physical. There's a time um, to do it, and that's, you know, when the ball snapped through the whistle, dead ball penalties are, to me, totally unacceptable. Um, usually it's a second player retaliation or, or something like that. Our, our kick return penalties are, you know, those – you know, to me, the, we, we got to just be smarter about those things. So all those things, you know, you got to keep addressing them. Some it's hard to emulate in practice, but we need to find ways to do it. Um, and, and a lot of it also just falls back to daily discipline. And then and those are things that we try to make a foundation of our program and how we go about our, our daily routines and what, what it is. And, and when you when you're consistent in those ways, we think those results follow through. This year, a little bit younger football team have some things happening, and some of these things have slipped away from us a little bit to get it back on track. That was going to be my next question, is you're coming off a game. Uh, the, 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 the first two games had a lot of positives that you could reinforce with to your younger team. Maybe not as many in this game. It is a younger team. I think we all forget that sometimes. How do you as a coach have to deal with a younger team that's still figuring their way through some of this, particularly coming off a game that was disappointing? Um, there's a balancing act to that. Um, as we told some of our guys some guys are pressed in the action based on the circumstances at hand um, that said though we've we've made it clear to them um, we are going to demand out of you exactly what we expect from that position or that situation so some guys got to grow up faster than than maybe expected or what even we would want and but with that there's a there's going to be ups and downs now as we continue to demand those things we also know that those are going to be the, the these things may happen so it's a bad i think we had i counted really and i say other than maybe special teams i think there's maybe seven seniors that played from um offense or defense in in some type part part of that game that's a pretty young football team and uh, we've got to continue not only the young part but it's guys who maybe just arrived in the summertime and those are the ways that you're continually developing this early part of the season with bulls head coach lance leipold this is the ub football insider show we come to you from santora's pizza pub and grill on millersport highway getting you ready for saturday afternoon when the bulls host the temple owls a 3:30 kickoff at ub stadium the game will be broadcast on espnu and of course you can hear it right here on espn 1520 younger guys growing up that's an easy transition to the quarterback position 
Matt Myers, 15 of 33, 167 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I thought he got pressured a little more and maybe at times rattled a little more than had happened in the first two games. What did you see in the evolution of Matt from this game? Again, I, I think he continues to take steps. Uh, like you said, probably was pressured a little bit more this game than the first two games, and yet he doesn't show to get rattled. He didn't force throws. Um, had a couple drops, um, balls that we can make better plays on. Um, you know, there's things, whether it be a wide receiver, um, you know, our first two tight ends were out of the ball game, and he's working with different people. Um, all this eventually, you hope, kind of, plays itself out where we can get in a better rhythm and and, and those stats will look a little differently but all in all I, I you know the probably the one you know there's maybe a couple clock management issues that he maybe let get away from him this time that he hadn't as well so all those things based on the amount of pressure they brought at us I think calls maybe some of those things to happen. You mentioned the tight end position. Uh, you know, Zach LaFave had been such a big part of your offense. He isn't able to play at Liberty, so you had to get really creative with him and Julian Barasa both being out. Take everybody a little bit into the coaching room and the decision to approach that position using kind of Dylan McDuffie as a, uh, instead of a running back, as more of a receiver, as a tight end, and then you used your backup offensive lineman a little more as extra blockers. Uh, give us a, a little insight into how that all came about. Well, it's always been our philosophy that uh, we're going to find a way to use um, as many players as possible, get our best uh, and most talented players out on the field in the best situations. We thought we had some matchups that, that we could have maybe used multiple linemen as tight ends and, and things. Um, it worked okay, probably not completely the way we wanted to for various reasons. Um, we talked about using uh, our running backs in different spots. We've used Ronnie Cook as a wide receiver. We've motioned, we played with two running backs in the backfield, motion one out, we'll keep them in. All those things are gonna diversify what we do. Um, Dylan McDuffie um, is a very versatile uh, running back and has, has a, you know good receiving skills. We try to use him and his size. Uh, Jake Mullenich is, is, you know played his most football in his career. All those things as we're trying, you know, Injuries are going to be part of the game, Paul. We understand that. So, you know, nobody wants to hear about where you're at in, in certain times and situations. But unfortunately for us and, and some of ours is that they're happening at the same position. And we're, you, you know, like we, when we lose Evan Finnegan, we lose our holder. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that plays a part. So sometimes you're losing two starters. And, and, at, and then now, you know, a tight end, you lose two tight ends in one game. That, that becomes an issue. With Bulls head coach Lance Lipo, this is the UB Football Insider Show. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Don't forget, 3.30 Saturday, the Bulls are home against Temple. It all gets started at Stampede Square, 1.30, with the pregame concert from country music star Granger Smith. We'll wrap up uh, discussing last week's game. We're going to talk more about Temple in our next segment. Defensively, the run defense was terrific. Um, never allowed Liberty to get anything going on the ground. That's been a common theme for a year of the season already. What is it about the guys uh, up front, particularly the front seven, that have done such a nice job? There? Well, I, I think we're, we're extremely physical up there. They they've understand what, what their responsibilities are. We're maintaining our gaps well. And, uh, you know, we're allowing our linebackers and safeties to make plays. And, uh, you know, we're going to need that. And, uh, you know, with that, we're, that's, that's stressing our corners and, and secondaries a whole little bit more. And, and uh, you know, that, now that's the next thing we've got to try to shore up. Um, we did get a sack, I think, in the game. Just one, Darius had one. Um, Koontz as well. Yeah, and Koontz had the one as well. I'm sorry. And He's at, on our uh, show today. We oh, you better make sure mad. Malcolm, yeah, make sure you get the apology as well <laughs> when he shows. Um, but, uh, you know, we, you know we're, we haven't created many turnovers yet this year. We don't have any interceptions. So those are things that we got to try to get, get a little bit better at. All right, uh, Malcolm Kuntz and Dylan McDuffie will be our guests coming up later on on the show, but we've got one more segment to go with Coach where we're going to dive into a very impressive opponent, the Temple Owls, that come to town on Saturday. It is a 3.30 kickoff, 1.30 for the Granger Smith Stampede Square concert. Going to be great weather, going to be a fun day on Saturday. We'll talk about the Owls when we return to the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st with the UB football team host at Temple Owls, presented by Miller Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Enjoy a tailgate concert by Granger Smith along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Grab your friends and family and get to UB Stadium and cheer on the Bulls. For tickets, call 1877-UB-THERE or visit UBBulls.com. 
Sun Auto Group is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and employees. The coolest brands, the hottest deals. TownAuto.com. Visit Town BMW, Mini, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, Mazda, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevy, Buick, Cadillac, Volkswagen, and the all-new Audi Buffalo. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. This is Thurman Thomas. I love to score on the field, and my family scored big time with Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Hi, I'm Dr. Todd Shatkin. Your smile is your number one asset. If you have one or more missing teeth or suffer from loose dentures, Mini Dental Implants is the solution to your problems. They're less invasive, less discomfort, less healing time, and half the cost of the old-style implant. For a Hall of Fame smile, go with the pro. Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Call 839-1700, online at drtshatkin.com. I'm Nate. And I'm Kate. And we're not just literal taste buds. We're, we're best, best buds. buds. And we love Pepsi. Pepsi. Sure, we live inside your mouth. But that doesn't mean we don't enjoy the finer things. Pepsi incoming. Amazing. That's what I was thinking. It's like we share the same mouth, Kate. Forever and ever, Nate. Make your taste buds happy and pick up a delicious, refreshing Pepsi. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st with the UB football team host at Temple Owls, presented by Miller Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Enjoy a tailgate concert by Granger Smith along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Grab your friends and family and get to UB Stadium and cheer on the Bulls. For tickets, call 1877 ub there or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are here every Monday to bring you the latest on UB football. And we're going to dive in and talk about this Saturday's game against the Temple Owls. 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. 1.30 for the Granger-Smith Stampede Square pregame concert. You can hear the game right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPNU. Our discussion of the Temple Owls, part of our keys to the game, presented by Town Hyundai, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. Before we get into this year's Temple Owls, Lance, I want to take you back to last year's game because that was one of the more significant wins of the year last year. One of the more significant wins of this program's history. Going on the road, winning the way the team did last year. What carryover might there have been from that victory at Temple last year? Well, I think after that win, a come from behind win, we, we played early in the first half and we come back, win the game. It was a it was a big confidence booster, I think, about where we could go in, on the road, what type of environments, what type of opponent. It was a physical football game. And to win a game like that, I, I really think kind of helped us throughout the, throughout that season. Your team's different. Their team's different. Do you? How much do you go back to last year with, with your team now as you prepare for this game, whether it's strategically via game tape or just – mentally via attitude well last year you look at just parts of it uh you know maybe more personnel wise for them but schematically it's going to be different with the, with them having a new coaching staff but you get a chance to watch certain players certain matchups maybe against our returning players those are different things that we want to take a look at but uh you know more importantly we'll watch as much last year's MAC championship game, probably more the MAC championship game than we will that game from last year and then, of course, watching their first two games. Well, this is that's a really intriguing part of this matchup because, as Lance alluded to, this year's Temple Owls are have a new coach, and it is a new coach and a familiar coach to Bulls fans because it's Rod Carey, who was the Northern Illinois coach, a very successful run at Northern Illinois. Of course, the MAC championship game from last year. So, so is this unusual for you to go into a game against 
a non-conference opponent that you know, but now they're coached by a conference guy that you know as well, too. Uh, how do you, like you said, you've already said you're going to look at as much Northern Illinois stuff as you are Temple. How much are they like Northern Illinois right now? Oh, a lot. You know, philosophically, he, he took his whole staff, whether they're on-field coaches or in support roles. So he's he's going to take the same philosophy that, that was very successful for him at Northern and, and put it into the program and add to what's already been done there. Um, Rod's an excellent coach. He, he, he fits the, uh, I guess, the past philosophy of what Temple wants to be as a physical football team on both sides of the ball, be able to run the football with physicality, use play action. They're doing some RPO stuff uh, in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, probably just, uh, you know, a little bit bigger than, than, than the Northern team, probably a little bit faster. So it's, uh, you know, he's got, uh, I guess, bigger toys, you know, as than, than he's <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So, uh, um, to, to use in this thing. So, um, but uh, we have great respect. Uh, you know, we've had good games with them. We haven't uh, been able to knock that staff off yet, so it'll be a huge challenge for us. A lot bigger toys than he had when you guys were both back in the old uh, Wisconsin uh, Football League, too, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So the Owls are two and zero. They are coming off a very impressive twenty to seventeen victory over twenty first ranked Maryland, the same Maryland team that uh, put a ton of points on the board, held to seventeen. Uh, three goal line stands in the game for Temple are the. Th things that jumped out at me let's start by talking a little bit about their defense that that seems to be what the owls are hanging their hat on right now you know right now you know they, they think about um they you know that maryland game is their second game of the year not many times do you play an opening game and then have a week off it's not ideal it happened to them um but uh, like you said you know the maryland terrapins were ranked in the top 25 was really one of the talks of college football a week ago averaging like, I don't know, eight, like 80 points a game something or something like, like that, that yeah. and they completely shut them down. And 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 to to have the goal line stands and other things that they um, that they the way they played and played with confidence and physicality, um, you know, that's what's gonna make it a you know a challenge for us. We've been able to run the ball against physical defenses. We're gonna have to be able to answer that again this week. Um, and you know I, I think you know returning wise I think they lost a receiver and a running back there were NFL players were at the combine things like that but I think the you know enough returning depth in both lines and and front seven has made them uh, really effective early big part of those goal line stands is the real strength of their defense I think all three of their linebackers are at various preseason all conference levels so is that what you've seen early on that that their linebackers in particular their athletic ability is what drives that defense uh, not just athleticism but physicality too you know it's one thing about being there and then stepping up especially when you're talking goal line stands you know usually you're, you're meeting somebody in the hole and you need to hold your ground or drive them back and that's what you see in that game. Uh, with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show from Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Your team ran the ball very well against them last year. This is the last defensive point I want to make to you. Kevin Marks had 138 yards rushing, breakout performance for him. So there's got to be some confidence level for your guys knowing that they did it against a lot of the same players. Yeah, I, I would think that we would have some that, especially in that area, Like, but like you alluded to earlier, it's different staff against, you know, and how they're using those guys. Um, but we'll have to show up. But, you know, I would hope what we've shown in three games, that part of our game, you know, it needs to be there and we should be able to be consistent. We continue our keys to the game presented by Town Hyundai as we get you ready for the Bulls and the Temple Owls on Saturday at UB Stadium, a 3.30 kickoff. Different quarterback than you saw last year. Uh, Anthony Russo is the new starting quarterback for Temple. I think he took over maybe the week after the game against Buffalo last year. Bit of a more of a passer's had some success. He's uh, thrown for uh, you know 277 yards in the win on Saturday. They have the number nine passing offense, even though it's only two games. So again, new personnel, new approach, and the coaching staff. How do you look at their offense and prepare for it? Well, again, you know schematically we have to watch the tendencies in the first two games and look probably look at it philosophically again what Northern was doing a year ago. Um, for Temple, when they made the change to Russo, they felt it jump-started their season for them. It was a big reason for them to get back on the winning track after our game and really led them to the season in their bowl game. Um, big, strong quarterback, athletic, can make all the throws. Um, strong arm, 
um, tall physical receivers that, you know, I, I just remember last year going out on the field as a whole, when you look across and watch them, you know, they have great size and physicality across the board in all their positions. And, and I think that, again, that, that, that's the kind of football team they want to be. We've got to find a way to match it. All right, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, there's always been some great games over the years between the Bulls and Temple, even when Temple was back in the MAC back in the day. And, of course, the, the, the famous Hail Mary game from back then. I think Temple gets Bulls fans kind of fired up when they know they're coming to town. Well, and there's memories like that, I'm sure. And, 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 and again, when Temple is a member of the conference and there's other things even within the locality of uh, – FBS programs and I, I think there's a lot and hopefully we'll have a great crowd to come out and support us and we're going to need that. All right good luck on Saturday coach thanks for your time it's the Bulls and the Temple Owls on Saturday a 3.30 kickoff 1.30 in Stampede Square the Granger Smith pregame concert gets it all started you can hear the game here on ESPN 1520 see it on ESPN coach good luck on Saturday. Thank you very much Paul. More to come on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Bulls fans, visit WNYAutoCare.com to locate the finest neighborhood automotive repair shops in the Buffalo area. All of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job. At all Western New York Auto Care shops, we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Visit WNYAutoCare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition. The reason Losi and Ganji grows every year is because they focus on your personal care. Jeff Ganji of Losi and Ganji. In 2018, we obtained over $22 million for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Not only do we assure our clients receive the maximum settlement for their claims, we make sure the small details are handled properly. For workers' compensation and personal injury, call Losi and Ganji at 854-1446 or go to losi-ganji.com. Losi and Ganji, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates provides comprehensive care, including on-site sonography, mental health counselors, and a health and nutrition coach. Located on the corner of Millersport Highway and North Forest Road, we are just minutes from UB. Our dedicated practice of women taking care of women are committed to helping you achieve maximum health and wellness. Schedule an early morning or late afternoon appointment. We even see patients on Saturdays. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates, the largest private OBGYN group in the North Towns and a proud partner of UB Athletics. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Tired of spending hours in a crowded ER waiting room? Kaleida Health has the solution, emergency room online registration, and it's reinventing the way patients access emergency care. We all know that hospital waiting rooms aren't the most comfortable places to be, and that's why we offer online registration for non-life-threatening conditions. Check in for your projected treatment time at kaleidahealth.org, arrive at DeGraff Memorial Hospital or Millard Film or Suburban Hospital at the time you chose, and be seen promptly. Do your waiting at home and not the ER. Kaleida Health. We see more than patients. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are here every Monday on ESPN 1520 to get you ready for the next Bulls game, which of course is at home on Saturday against Temple, a 3.30 kickoff. Going to be a big test for the Bulls. Let's find out how up for this test they are. We dive into some of our player conversations and we begin with one of the emerging stars of the Buffalo defense, junior defensive end Malcolm Kuntz. Now you're a starter. How's life different for you as a starter, even though you've played a lot before, you're playing even more now. What's different, Malcolm? 
Uh, nothing really. It's just more time on the field, but same focus, same work ethic, same everything. Uh, playing as much as you did last year and having a lot of success last year for both you and for Taylor Riggins, how much has that helped you guys make that little step up to being out there for the first play instead of maybe the second series? Uh, it's always good to like kind of have a feel of it. So it's like we're not really surprised. We already know what's kind of coming, so we just – focus up well the transition seems to have worked out pretty well for you so far through the first three games two sacks and four tackles for loss the four tackles for loss lead the bulls two sacks are tied for the team lead is there any surprise to you that you've had some level of success already following up from last year uh no not at all uh all throughout summer all throughout camp we just focused on making plays behind the line of scrimmage for the the opposing offense so it's just well, we practice every day. Describe yourself as a player. What kind of a pass rusher, defensive end are you? Uh, I try. I try to be like fast, quick, a little bit of finesse. Kind of like I don't like the offensive lineman to touch me. I just kind of like <laughs> to get right by him. Easy sack. <laughs> That's, I, I don't mean to laugh at you, but that's like really funny to hear you say, I don't want the offensive lineman to touch me, right? I guess ultimately that's the, is that the perfect pass rush when you don't even get touched? Exactly. That's, that's what you hope for as a defensive end pass rusher. How much has it happened for you? How many times have you gone back and watched your game tape and, and said, okay, didn't get touched there? Uh, I don't really focus on that. Or is that. that the holy grail I of kinda, pass rushing? I kind of focus on more of the plays that I did get touched, so yeah. <laughs> Um, how have you? Fig- how are people playing you now that you've that they know you're legit? They know you're uh, uh, one of the better pass rushers. They know you're a, a starter. Have you noticed people t- teams playing you differently than maybe even last year? Uh, there's a little bit more chip chip blocks more than more than usual, but that's a compliment, right? I guess, but I'd rather just a one-on-one pass rush. But <laughs> you don't like it, yeah. But that's a compliment, right? All great pass rushers always get chipped by those pesky backs and tight ends, right? Yeah, but pretty much everything's the same. Right. All right. One of the things that's not the same for you is now that you're a starter uh, on a defense that lost a lot of really key players. And the word I'm getting to is leader. I mean, you lost some great leaders last year. How much are you different? How much have you had to accept more of a role as a leader this year, Malcolm? Uh, it's it's kind of like with Chuck and Damone when I first got here. Those guys were like, like real big leadership roles. So it's kind of like I remember messing up plays, coming to the sideline, and Chuck telling me, like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. And now with the younger guys, kind of me, Taylor, Mac, it's kind of telling that to the younger guys. So you go to Archbishop Stepanak High School, one of the top high school athletic programs in all of the state. Um, what was it like playing there, and how, what was it like playing at such a high level there? Uh, like a lot of things that Lightpole talks about with a culture, like a winning culture. At Stepanak, it's really like a winning culture. It's Win, 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 win. Then when you want enough, keep on winning type stuff. So, <laughs> And that's helped you here? That's the helped establish kind of what's going on here for you? Uh, it's helped, uh, like, my mentality. It's like I always got to get better. There's always somebody out there trying to be better than me, so I got to be better than them. With Bulls defensive end Malcolm Kuntz, this is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. Right. Uh, I don't know if people know or not, but you are a grad from Stepanak, and so is Bulls offensive uh, uh, assistant head coach and wide receivers coach Rob Ionel. How much do you guys talk Stepanak uh, on occasion? We talk all the time about it. If it's rival games, he comes up, tells us if we win, lose, tells me the scores, tells me who we play next. It's always back and forth with, with, with each other. If I put both of you guys on the spot, who would do a better job at the school fight song right now? Oh, most definitely probably Coach I. <laughs> not you? I'm not good with the memory stuff. <laughs> All right, got it. You played rugby in high school. Um, what was that like? And the, the question that you always get when you talk to people that played rugby, they want which sport's tougher, which would you have to be tougher and harder to play, rugby or football? Uh, well, I played rugby because uh, I had uh, my two older brothers, Justin and Sharif, they played rugby, so it was kind of just like the younger pr- brother just followed in their footsteps, so. I played it. I enjoyed it. It felt like kill the carrier, like playing that just in the field when I was little. So it's a fun sport, but uh, at no times, equipment, no pads, though, right? At times, I feel like it's more like a strenuous sport, more like like it's long and it's like no breaks. But like I feel like the hits in football are like harder. All right, so you maybe it helped prepare you a little bit. Yeah. All right, and then and then the last thing for you, between high school and coming to UB, you go to Milford Academy, which is a really high level uh, prep school. How much did that help you? And that Milford's got a great tradition of sending a lot of really terrific players to big Division One programs in the NFL. So how much was that? Did that help you make that next step before you even get here? 
Uh, Milford is another place that it's like a winning culture. So it's like, it's just people like Coach Chap. He knows exactly what he wants, how he wants it, exactly how a player is supposed to be to get wherever he wants. So it's kind of like, it's like a guy that knows everything and he tells you exactly what you need to do. So, uh, is little Sean McCoy, the former Bill, a Milford Academy grad? Yeah, so I was going to ask you, who's the famous, most famous Milford grad next to Malcolm Kuntz? Uh, probably LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, he's the guy? Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to talk to him or connect with him at all, even while he was here in town? No, not at all. No? no. You know, you, you, you guys don't have that, that Stepanak relationship quite there yet. So. No, not yet. Hey, Malcolm, congratulations on the start to the season. Keep up the good work. It's been fun watching number 50 run around there and make big plays. Thank you. Great to catch up with Bulls defensive end Malcolm Kuntz. Number 50 is a guy who is really emerging as one of the outstanding players on a Buffalo defense that has really had some good moments early on in this year. Certainly a guy for everyone to watch for on Saturday at UB Stadium when the Bulls host Temple a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. One of the guys to watch for is got some local ties. Matter of fact, as local as you can get from just across the street to get to UB, we'll talk to Bulls running back slash tight end slash receiver Dylan McDuffie when we return to the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. We're, we're, we're excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Respiratory Services of Western New York is a locally owned and operated company. Started in 1997 by Michael McCartney, a respiratory therapist. We are proud to service over 12,000 patients from Buffalo to the Syracuse area. We are proud to be the official sponsor of respiratory and home medical equipment and supplies for UB Athletics. Winner of HME Excellence Award, Fast Track, and one of the best places to work in Western New York. Come and see the difference. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical. Call 870-0753. Auto Group is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and employees. The coolest brands, the hottest deals. TownAuto.com. Visit Town BMW, Mini, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, Mazda, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevy, Buick, Cadillac, Volkswagen, and the all-new Audi Buffalo. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. We're excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Continue the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, Buffalo's original pizzeria. We're getting you ready for kickoff on Saturday at UB Stadium between the Bulls and the Temple Owls. 3.30 is the kickoff. 1.30 is when Granger Smith, country music star, takes the Stampede Square stage to get you ready for the game. One of the players that emerged as a key performer for the Bulls last weekend at Liberty and scored his first career touchdown is a guy who 
is continuing his family tradition in the blue and white. Time to catch up with Bulls running back Dylan McDuffie. Dylan, your role has significantly increased this year in a variety of different ways that we'll talk about as we go through there. But just give me a sense of how exciting it's been for you to really get on the field and contribute this season. I mean, it means a lot just because I want to help the team win. And that's really, I'm a football player, so whatever I could do is just what I want to do. You played a little bit last year, even though it was technically a redshirt year. How important was getting your feet wet, getting on the field, getting hit, getting understanding what, what it means to be a college running back? How much does that help for you this season? I think that was huge just because um, it kind of taught me what to expect when I get in the game and what to be ready for. And just that's really no different than football. It's just, all it is is just executing, executing your job and remember your training. All right, so Saturday at Liberty, um, you you get there's a lot of things that get thrown at you, and we'll get to your first career touchdown in a moment. But you got you caught your first career touchdown, essentially playing tight end. That was one of the the quirks of the game plan to make up for some of the injuries. So take me through the week, and when the coaches come to you and say, "Hey, we want you to essentially play tight end," what was the thinking like? What was the week like getting ready for it? I mean, it wasn't more so they wanted me to play tight end. It's just that we had. Obviously, injuries to Zach and Julian, and they're a big part of our offense, so they wanted to try to still get production out of that position, and they thought I could help out and just do some of the things they did, and I just tried to fill in for this weekend and do whatever I can. Was it comfortable for you to be split wide like that and yeah, run pass routes as much as you did? Oh Yeah, definitely. I mean, I did a lot of that in high school, too, and we do a lot of that as running back, so I mean, I don't really feel like it's too much different than what we do. It's just lined up in a different spot. All right, so you get a chance to uh, run that route, run that post route down the middle of the field, catch your first career touchdown, take me through the play, and take me through uh, how, how how excited you were. Um, It was just a little seam route, and I was pretty excited. Um, We was down still at that point, so really what was on my mind was just getting up and getting on kickoff and getting ready to get the next one. So what overall the experience of playing more than you ever have, but playing in a lot of different ways, not maybe as much in the backfield as you've been used to, how do you kind of sum up the, the experience down there at Liberty for you personally? Um, it was good. It's just playing football, really. I mean, I'll have fun just being on the field. So, I mean, whether it's on offense, special teams, um, running back, uh, flexed out wide at other positions. I just do what I can to help the team. With Bulls running back Dylan McDuffie, this is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We've certainly seen the running back group be one of the strengths of this team, and everybody brings something a little bit different. What do you bring to that running back group? Um, I think I just bring a balance of things like physicality and and just a, a not-go-down mindset. Just don't let the first person ever tackle me and just try to get as many yards as I can every time I touch the ball. You're a little more of the hammer in that group maybe? Uh, the other uh, guys are a little more of the wiggle and the speed? I think we all got a little bit of everything, but I, you could say that, I guess. You uh, you know, you and Matt and Evan and a bunch of other guys are local guys, Western New York guys who played high school here and are now playing for the Bulls. Is there a little bit of a kinship amongst you guys as a group because you're the hometown guys? I mean, yeah, definitely with me and Matt just because we played against each other in high school and we so close in age. We did things like seven on seven together and worked out together. So, I mean, when we out there, we know we got a lot of trust in each other. Like, I seen him do some crazy things. He seen me do some crazy things. So, we know what we could do. So, it just built a, it's an extra trust factor, to be honest. How proud are you of the way he's developed to, to the point where he's, you know, playing as well as he is very early in his career? Oh, I'm real proud. I mean, that's been one of my uh, good friends since high school. You know, we went to a lot of camps together, took some visits together. So, it's just nice seeing him do everything we talked about and just accomplishing and working towards his goals. All right, so it's a pretty cool uh, continuation of the McDuffie family tradition here at UB. Your uncles, Teddy, Steve, Chris, all played here, all were key players here for the Bulls. Um, what does that mean for you to be the next generation of McDuffies uh, wearing the blue and white? Um, obviously, it's important to me to just represent my family well, but I'm really worried about just what I could do for our team and for myself in the future. So I don't really think too much about it, but obviously it's something special just because my uncle's had a chance to play here and do some good things here. So, it, well, what I assume it means is you've been hearing and watching and seeing things here at UB on the football field for a long time because of the family connection. So how much was that something that was in your mind very early that this would be a place you'd like to play? It was huge. I mean, to be honest, just knowing that I could just kind of carry on a legacy and represent my hometown well and just have my family come and watch me play. Uh, I think it's always fun. We've had these sort of conversations with Jordan Johnson and some of the other guys over the years to literally have played high school walking distance away from where you're playing college football. That doesn't happen very many players around the country. Uh, it, what was What's it like to uh, to make that very short trip from sweet home to here and, and, and still be so close to everybody that's important to you? It's crazy. I mean, I had about like 
150 people at the first game. So, I mean, obviously, it's just a great feeling knowing how much support is around and just every day, like, going to the store, going back to my high school and just people seeing me, congratulating me, and just it's just a great feeling, to be honest. And I'll wrap up with you because I want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about it. Obviously, uh, everybody in the Sweet Home family is still trying to kind of get shake off the, the, the passing of Coach Fowler. Um, what did he mean to you, and why is he was he one of the most important figures in Western New York high school history? I mean, Sweet Home had a great legacy, and he was just ahead of it. So, I mean, think about how many kids he put in college and how many people he helped and just how many lives he touched, not only in uh, football but lacrosse too. Um, I'm sure he's coached over thousands of kids, and he's just obviously touched every one of them in some type of way, shape, or form. So anybody who means that much to that many people is obviously going to have a great impact on future generations and just more to come. So obviously that was something that was hard to deal with for a lot of people, but he was a great person. He left behind a great legacy, so I'm sure he, it's going to be it's going to find a way to be carried on. Uh, hey, thanks, Dylan. Appreciate uh, the opportunity to catch up with you a little bit. Uh, yes, looking forward to seeing you do even more things out in the football field. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. We thank Dylan McDuffie for a couple of minutes of his time. Pretty cool story with Dylan and his relatives, his cousins, and being so local and having that connection with Matt Myers. Pretty interesting stuff. And, again, he is a player to watch for, whether it's in the running back or in the receiving routes or on special teams. Number eight is an emerging star for the UB Bulls. When we come back, we'll get the insight into Saturday's game against Temple and all the cool stuff going on at Stampede Square when we sit down with Director of Athletics Mark Allnut. That's next on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. This is Andy Santier for Castle. No matter where your car was made, no matter how you drive, your car will run cleaner with Castle. In NASCAR, we built and maintained our own race cars. In our race shops, you'd see busy bodies and Castle. We take it everywhere we go. So check out our great website at castlepaxpower.com. You'll see why Castle Packs Power at castlepaxpower.com. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, Comdoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit Comdoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. UB football's fueled by Chick-fil-A on Walden Avenue. That's right, Chick-fil-A is located right here in western New York and is the preferred post-game meal of UB football. Hey kids, be sure to come out to Kids Day at UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st as your Buffalo Bulls take on Temple. The first 500 kids 12 and under will receive a special gift courtesy of Chick-fil-A. That's Saturday, September 21st for Kids Day as the Bulls take on the Temple Owls. Chick-fil-A, home of the original Chick-fil-A sandwich. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $155. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
We continue on with the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria, and it's going to be a great place to hang out before and after Saturday's Bulls home game against Temple that kicks off at 3.30. A lot of cool stuff planned, particularly in Stampede Square. For the latest and the lowdown, we check in with Bulls Director of Athletics, Mark Allnut. Well, you're back home after a couple weeks on the road, and it's going to be a fun one. Great weather for Saturday, the 3.30 kickoff against the Temple Owls. How excited are you to uh, uh, give people a chance to really see how this Bulls team is moving forward in this season, Mark? Well, it's always good to get back home, and, and you mentioned it here with the with the weather. First thing I do on a, on a Monday morning, you know, obviously it's Monday, preparing for work and everything else, is I want to look at that forecast, the week-long forecast, and seeing this weather, it's going to be perfect You know, throughout this week and obviously leading up to Saturday. So excited to be back at UB Stadium. Um, as you know, everything that surrounds this football game to make it the ultimate fan experience. Uh, we'll have Sam Pete Square open at uh, 1230. Uh, a national group, Granger, is, uh, is performing. And, you know, obviously you're there to listen to the music, to interact with your friends, but also those other – other tailgating activities that that does exist and then we'll kick off at 3:30 on ESPNU. I mean, we're, you know, obviously proud to to be the institution that's chosen to to play on that national platform. Uh, ESPNU at 3:30 which has an outstanding reach and you know, from, you know, obviously the program that we're building here, we were notified today that we're going to be on ESPNU the following week when we go to Miami of Ohio. Uh, which is going to be a, um, I believe it's a, a noon, a noon, noon kickoff. kickoff. Yeah, yes. noon, noon kickoff. So, again, for us to, to be able to have that platform, for us to be able to get that exposure uh, where we want it to go, I mean, we depend on our fans to, to come out and, and support and, and partake in all the all the entertainment beforehand, go to the game, you know, be be loud, wear the UB gear, and, you know, support our team. It makes it makes an incredible difference. What uh, if, if fans weren't able to get here for the home opener against Robert Morris, um, what might they see is there anything different at Stampede Square or anything any new innovations you got ready for everybody this year well you know from our standpoint Stampede Square is um, is you know the, the place to be uh, pregame as I mentioned before from an entertainment standpoint from the tailgating the obviously the, the numerous tailgating opportunities that are there uh, you know our food trucks that we have lined up uh, for people to uh, you know be able to uh, eat that food but one thing that we, we we're doing in continuation of a beer pilot program that we launched for our basketball season last year, we extended that to football. So we now have uh, we we now have the ability to sell sell beer, and it's not in a contained location. You know, people can uh, purchase uh, the beer and, and take it back to their seats. So we have a location uh, both on the east and west uh, concourse. So we did the first game, and uh, you know, obviously it was uh, an added amenity. You know, for our fans that uh, went over very well. So we're looking to um, you know add that to the aspect. And the one thing that uh, I'm a little partial to because I, I love. Of the kids, you know, I'm I'm, I'm partial to uh, you know kids and giving them opportunities. But this halftime, uh, you'll you'll see some little ones running around from Williamsville oh boy, Junior Football League at, at halftime. And like what we do for our basketball yep. games when we have the partnership with Am- Amherst Youth Basketball, so they'll be out there, um, you know, playing some football, scoring some touchdowns, and having fun. <laughs> I mean, for them to be on the field like that in front of all those people, I mean, they're they're going to be excited. and It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, that it's it's going to be fun. Granger Smith gets it started with the Stampede Square pregame. Concert at 1.30 on Saturday before the 3.30 kickoff against Temple. You have had the opportunity to work and play at the highest levels of college football, and that extends beyond just the on the field. It exp- extends to the atmospheres. What what have you seen over your years in this sport that maybe you've tried to start to bring here a little bit from some of the other experiences in the SEC and the high-level places that you've well, been? One thing I want to build um, this aspect of it and, and make it more of a tradition is when our team arrives from the hotel, they'll they'll generally get here at two thirty, and they'll march from where their buses are parked. So they'll they'll march along Stampede Square into the Murchie Family Football Center. And one thing that I want to see is our fans there. You know, prior to the team getting there, and for them to be able to farm that tunnel. You know, and, and cheer on your, your favorite players. You know, high five the guys when they come in. You know, the, the band is there, the atmosphere is there. Is that's what I wanted to, to build. You know, when I see in Liberty, um, Penn State, other places we've been. You know, I put Stampede Square in terms of what we do uh, on par with a lot of schools. You know, in our in, in around the nation. But you know, for us to really 
provide an impact to our student athletes and to really have that atmosphere that prospective student athletes, our recruits can see is, you know, fans getting there, you know, prior to the team being there, enjoying their tailgate, you know, and enjoying the fellowship and fellowship, but being able to see the team march in and, and, and really, um, you know, cheer them on, you know, wish them luck. That makes a difference. Uh, you mentioned uh, ESPNU for this game against Temple for for hopefully everybody that comes out to see it, but if they can't. And then next Saturday on the road at Miami, also ESPNU. But a couple weeks ago, it was Fox National Broadcast for the Penn State game. First time ever this program had been on an over-the-air national broadcast. What kind of feedback have you gotten from people that you know around the country uh, that maybe had their chance to be exposed to the UB brand for the first time? And obviously the first half was encouraging and the broadcasters Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman were very complimentary of what Coach Leipold and the team and the program is building. So I'm curious to hear what kind of feedback you've got. Very positive. I mean, just being able to see being able to see our team uh, perform at that level over there broadcast uh, Fox National in front of millions of people. Uh, very complimentary of you know uh, our team, uh, how they played. You know, being in an environment at Penn State uh, it was it was <laughs> it makes a huge difference. So you know, for us to be in that national platform. Fox National, ESPNU this week, the following week. You know, the great thing about that is it also tells a story of not just our football program, but our institution. Um, these broadcasts, we're allowed an institutional spot, so people who might be watching this nationally across the nation, that, hey, I want to know more about Buffalo. Tell me about UB. You know, you get to know more about the school, too, which is, which is you know, a, a very good thing for us as we recently, you know, risen to the 31st best public school in the nation, which is a testament to the direction that this institution is going. So excited about those opportunities to be able to, as, as you've heard me say so many times, to be that prominent front porch of the university and, and be that gateway, so to speak, for people to learn more about our institution. All right, going to have some fun on the front porch there Saturday, right? Well, let's do it. 3.30's kickoff against Temple. 1.30, Granger Smith and Stampede Square. Going to be a fun day. Weather's going to be great. I know we'll see you there. Hope we see everybody else there. Thanks, Mark. Hey, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Once again, 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium against the Temple Owls. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPNU. Stampede Square opens at 12.30. Granger Smith on the concert stage at 1.30. Weather's going to be great. Should be a fun day to come out and check out the 2019 Bulls. We'll get a little more insight into what's been a really cool history between the Bulls and the Temple Owls when John Fuller joins us for our Full of It segment. That's next on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical... Call 870-0753. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st, where the UB football team hosts the Temple Owls, presented by Millard Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Buffalo touchdown! Game day is about so much more than just football. Before kickoff, enjoy a tailgate concert by country music star Granger Smith, along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. So round up your friends and family, get to UB Stadium, and cheer on the Bulls. For tickets call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit UBBulls.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 
Welcome back. It's our final segment of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Thanks to all of our guests. Of course, Coach Leipold, Malcolm Kuntz, Dylan McDuffie, Mark Allnut, everybody here to get you ready for Saturday's game against the Temple Owls, a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPNU. And if you're coming out to the game, Stampede Square gets opened at 12.30 with the 1.30 concert from Granger Smith to get you ready. We wrap it up as we always do with John Fuller, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications at UB. It's our full of it segment, and you are full of a lot of stuff today <laughs> because Temple gets people fired up around here. Uh, you know, I think some of the more memorable wins for this program in the last, say, 15 years have been wins over Temple, and we won't mention that you have are an alma mater, uh, yeah. an alum of Temple, which is ir irrelevant here other than the irrelevant. fact that you pay attention to these games even more than normal. That is true, Paul. I, I do have two degrees from Temple University, but <laughs> I believe blue. Everybody knows that. Right. But uh, we're going to talk about three big aside, wins Let's over talk Temple. about the three yes. big wins over the Owls. Uh, beginning back in 2006, when you remember, it was Turner Gill's first uh, – uh, year first game coaching uh, the Bulls it was the opener against the Owls and uh, I remember James Starks in his first game he was a uh, freshman that year taking it off the end for an overtime win we beat the Owls nine to six uh, in overtime that year fast forward to 2008 probably one of the most memorable plays in UB football history um, it was a homecoming game against the Owls Bulls were trailing by f five points I believe with less than 30 seconds to go mm -hmm. and um and we were able to march the ball down to the 35-yard line, and Drew Willie threw up a Hail Mary pass. It was caught by uh, uh, Naaman Roosevelt for the walk-off win. It was uh, you know, really exciting. And then again last year, uh, 2018, down at Lincoln Financial Field, um, we all know how that game ended. Uh, about under a minute to go, Tyree Jackson finds um, finds Anthony Johnson for a uh, for for a touchdown to, to to win that game. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of. And there's another game sprinkled in there too. I remember in 2007. It was Temple's first year in the league, and they uh, and we went we went down there and and just blew them out like forty five. Starks to have seven. like an eighty yard touchdown. First play of the game first was a screen pass to James Starks. It went seventy five yards for a touchdown, and then really set the tone in that game. And and uh, so there've been a lot of it's it's been a good rivalry, and they've obviously returned the favor uh, a few times. It's kind of been back and forth uh, throughout the years, but it has kind of built kind of. I mean, obviously they're not in the conference anymore, so we don't play them as much anymore. But this will be the back end of a home and home, and it's kind of nice to have them back on the schedule because there's always been been some good games and uh, good matchups. Last year's game warrants another little follow-up because I've been thinking about it a little bit. There were so many elements to that game last year that were so incredible. We talked with Coach Leipold about how it was a tone setter for the rest of the season, but we remember the things that happened in that game, the blocked punt uh, for the touchdown. You know, teams, when they block a punt for a touchdown, win like 88% of the time. Bulls were able, that was right at the end of the first half. Bulls come right back out and and it doesn't linger for them at all. And then the back and forth of the second half, and then and then we come to find out after Anthony Johnson's incredible touchdown what he was dealing with uh, emotionally with the the death of one of his closest friends. I mean, there was Kevin Marks out of nowhere with a big yeah. game. There were so many elements that make that such a memorable game. I, maybe I'm missing a couple. Feel free to fill in a few more. No, I think you, you named all the you know the big ones. I mean, yeah, it was it was. Um, you know, it was uh, just a really emotional game, an emotional win. Even the way they, they sealed it off. I remember, uh, you know, the, the Chuck Harris sack, the strip sack, Jabuzi on Wuka. Probably shouldn't have picked it up and started running. Could have just <laughs> fallen on it. And you can ask Coach about that. But uh, Scoop and score, <laughs> scoop John. And scoop score. and score. But, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that was, again, just guys that stepped up that, you know, we didn't really know about. And I think that's kind of what – we're going to find out with this team too. Is like it's kind of exciting about this team. Is like who, who's going to step up? Who are these players that are going to step up and make the big plays? And uh, that's kind of what we're finding out this year too. Kind of the same same thing. Yeah. Make sure you're there on Saturday to find out for yourself who might be the next ones that step up to make the big plays. Three thirty kickoff between the Bulls and the Temple Owls at UB Stadium on Saturday. Uh, the one th one of the things that the Bulls have done really well through the first three games, John, consistently is run the football. Uh, Marks and Patterson have been outstanding, both with 
big production, um, but you've div- you've dived a little deeper into the numbers. Yeah, so we rushed for 675 yards for the first three through the first three games, and that's the most we've ever run rushed for total wise over the first three games of a season as an FBS program. You know, so really, you know, we rushed for 285 yards against Robert Morris, even rushed 184 yards against Penn State and their vaunted defense, and then 208 yards last week. So, you know, we lead them in American Conference in rushing, and we're, I think we're like 25 yards a game more than second place Western Michigan. So we're really setting the tone. We're really able to run the ball. And what I like about it, too, is it's not just one guy. I mean, Kevin Marks is our leading rusher right now with 247 yards after his 100-yard game last week. But he has, what, 48 carries for 247 yards. Jared Patterson is 52 carries for 230 yards. So it's just it's kind of neat to see who goes in there. And, and I think it's just, you know, it, it's, it's nice to have that, two, you know, a multi-headed monster, so to speak, to, 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 uh, to attack teams with on, the, with on the ground. We're with John Fuller, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. It's our Full of It segment, wrapping it up here on the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. A couple of notable uh, moments. One of them we just had on our show, Dylan McDuffie with his first career touchdown continuing the McDuffie family tradition here at UB and then Cole Berniston another local kid from Canisius High School those were the two touchdown scores on the throws from the other local kid Matt Myers well and if I was thinking about on the way home I think all of our touchdowns were scored by section six players that's right our quarterback Matt Myers from West Seneca West who was first to Sweet Home's uh, Dylan McDuffie and then his second to Canisius High School's Cole Berniston so and our other points were by our kicker uh, Alex McNulty who's section five just down the road of Rochester but all yeah you know so it's all uh, you know all local players affect uh, you know counted for the scoring last week yeah and that's that's pretty cool to see uh, some local stars emerging as well too John thanks for the insight Uh, look forward to maybe another memorable one against Temple on Saturday. Make sure you're out there. It's a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. Weather's going to be great. Stampede Square opens at 12.30. Granger Smith takes the concert stage at 1.30. So make sure you're out there to check out what should be a fun final non-conference game for the Bulls. Home against Temple on Saturday at 3.30. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPNU. We thank you for joining us for the latest edition of the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the UB Sports Network.